to be positive. We have on the line HER, that's Her Rights uh, Initiative spokesperson, or rather researcher, Tembiso, uh, Tembisa Mtembu. Thanks for joining us, Tembiso. Good afternoon. Hi, Tembiso. Okay, it seems we've lost that line. We'll try to get uh, Tembisa back on the line. Uh, three organizations partnered on this. Uh, women's Advocacy Groups, Oxfam, Her Rights Initiative, and Women's Legal Center. They were meeting in Durban in KwaZulu-Natal to discuss this issue of forced sterilization. Earlier this year, the three groups lodged a complaint. Hi, Tembisa. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Justin. Uh, my name is Tembiso. Well, thank you. Thank you for inviting me to your show. You're most welcome, Tembiso. We are running out of time. We've only got about two minutes or so, so we'll try to do this as quickly as we can. But it's an important issue. How, how prevalent is this issue of forced sterilization in South Africa? Um, we don't have the definite numbers, but between 2010 and 2014, Herais identified 48 women, and the Human Sciences Research Council identified 500 uh, in the Astigma Index. And how, how were they forced or co- how were they forced or coerced into into sterilization? Uh, by force, we mean women who did not know that they'd been sterilized uh, until later in their lives. Uh, and by coercion, we mean where consent was taken when women were not in a good state of mind to do so. For an example, when women were in advanced labor or after collapsing in labor, then they get given these forms to consent to sterilization, or when they're being I, I read parts of your report, uh, Tembi, so, and, and in the report you also say that there's uh, cases where women allege doctors were refusing to assist them in the birth of their babies unless they signed consent forms agreeing to sterilization after they performed the birth. Is that true? Yeah, that is true, and that is part of the coercion to say if you do not sign this form, we'll or will not assist you with medication. How so that is part of the coercion that you're referring to. How far is the investigation with the Commission for Gender Equality where you've lodged this complaint now? Um, uh, well, the, the, the CGE are still investigating. Uh, the last update they gave to us is that they uh, presented the complaint to the National Department of Health, who at this point has only go, gone as far as acknowledging receipts. They also presented the complaint with the Provincial Department of Health in Brazil and Nepal, and the Provincial Department of Health in Guadalupe Natal has not responded uh, or even acknowledged receipt of the complaint and we are concerned about that. Uh, but it will, it will appear that the CGE are on cause and conducting the investigation. You know, and further to that, we have launched two uh, court papers in a high court in Guadalupe Natal on behalf of two women uh, who are part of the CGE complaint. Um, we're trying to, to get some, you know, civil damages uh, for them in a court of law because their cases. Uh, are not older than three years, so they, they can claim damage in a court of law. Well, Tembiso, stay in touch with us and our producers and let us know how this is going. We'd like to do a follow-up with you, Tembiso, with the Her Rights Initiative. She's a researcher there. You're welcome to comment as well. It's exactly 12.30. Let's get your news headlines first up. Here's Utsile Saku. Thanks, Darshan. Good afternoon.